Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Evening, everybody. And Dustin Henshaw. Good evening, everybody. This is your weekly meta snapshot rundown here on the Frontline Gaming Network. We talk about the biggest tournaments coming up over the weekend. We're going to talk about what you're going to see there. We're going to talk about how to beat them. Uh, we're also, you know, maybe going to theorize, see about where we write in previous episodes. Of course, we're always right. Everybody knows we can call them. Can we call them or what, gentlemen? We always uh, call them. That's why we never go over it. We don't need to. We don't need to. Infallible. Infallible. Who needs hindsight? You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a useless trait. It's, a, it's worthless. We uh, do this we, live every week. Sorry, what you got? We do have a bit of a different show for you today because Nephilim has dramatically changed the landscape and we wanted to just focus on the future. Like I said, no looking back. So the three events that we found for you are of the smaller variety, but they're ones that we know have adopted all the rules changes. Look, there's small tournaments. It doesn't matter. These are still like hotbeds of, of where people are building lists for and everybody's trying to mm. win. That's, that's why it's, it's still worth talking about. But also, yeah, we did try to highlight the folks that are, that are adopting the new changes coming up. Again, we talked about even last week, the week before, it's going to be radically different coming up this week and we'll see if we're right about that as well real different people well i mean let's see let's we'll put it to the test here in just a couple of moments we do this live each and every thursday we have a great chat community if you are you know if you got nothing to do on Thursday evenings, come check us out. We do it at 9 p.m. Eastern time live. If you're listening to us on the podcast aggregators or YouTube or whatever, after the fact, of course, we still appreciate that. But we'll at least let you know that you can come and hang out. Sometimes we reference the chat during the course of the show. We want to make sure everyone gets the opportunity to participate if you want to. Uh, I did mention this is on the Frontline Gaming Network. And I also want to mention that they got some uh, uh, huge tournaments coming up over the course of the next several weeks, months, uh, LSO, 40K Champs. Super major status, tickets on sale, join us, great deals on miniatures and stuff. You know, check them out if you haven't already. We are, we're going to be talking about some events coming up here in the UK. Uh, We've got, I think, three events all yeah. in the uk right all from different like we got we got a, we got one on the isle of man we got one in scotland and we got one in england um and the this isle of man, man tournament this yeah this is their and this is like this is their one the one tournament they do on the isle of man uh we actually got alerted to this by a great friend of the show great friend of uh, of ours uh mr john hickton so you know he, he made sure to let us know that everyone participating in this tournament had their faction filled out so we'll we'll see if he was correct on that but that's we'll, we'll get there the first one we want to talk about <laughs> is uh the clan wars scottish open i, and- I just Take take a second to highlight the honeyed words upon which they sold us on the Isle of Man tournament. All the factions enlisted, guys. The work's done. It's a beautiful time. Come come enjoy the Isle of Man with us. They know what we want to hear. I love it. That's look. If you're new to the show, you'll see how we run things down. Uh, but this is a 32 player five round event. Dustin, you know what we want. I know what you want, and I'll be happy to give it to you. The Imperial Super Faction, there are five sisters and 32 players. Damn! One Astro Militarum, one Grey Knight, two Imperial Knights. Then in the Space Marine Super Faction, there's two Space Wolves, one Blood Angel, two Death Watch. The Chaos Super Faction, there is one Chaos Space Marine, two Thousand Suns, two Death Guard, one Demon, one Renegade Knight. The Xeno Super Faction, a single Necron. No Orcs, Where's the, no where's the Tau. Tau. Where's the Tau? Where? What Tau? The, Never heard gone. Of what Tau? They're gone. Back to their home pond. The fish people have gone home. <laughs> Hive Mind Superfaction, two Tyranids, and here it is. Three GSC. That's right. Wait for it. Eldari Superfaction, there's three Harlequins, one Asuriani, one, one Inari. 
Mm. The faction podium means sisters at the top with five. And second, it's Harlequins and GSC with three. And then a bunch of twos. A bunch of twos. The spread here is fantastic. But holy crap, did sisters... uh, they're, yeah. they're, they're coming out. They're coming out. Is is it crazy that the top three factions are the three probably most predominant MSU factions in the game at the moment, and that it's just I mean you can't you can't take a huge amount from it because it's a small uh, small sample size. But the the distance between those three, if you add them up and percentage wise between them and like non MSU stuff or elite factions, is actually nuts when you think about it. Yeah, it is actually pretty crazy. The the, the drop off between them, especially with. The sisters thing, I we, I can't get over that right now because sisters have always been kind of on that cusp of being really good, but nobody really took them. And Nephilim mm. apparently is just jumping them up there with, with yeah. the secondary changes. My God, man! I was going to say secondary changes. I mean, like, mm. like what? What do you think is is maybe spurred them into Leap this top position here, or defend defend the shrine? Sorry, defend the shrine. Yeah. So they now they now have a, a triple complement of three faction secondaries that are all extremely takeable, and some of the they they have the best or equal best strat, uh, secondary game in the meta at the moment. Uh, and then it's like a solid forty five points is what you're saying. It's, is. It's well, it's a solid thirty-five. I, I'd um, say thirty-five easy. Yeah, yeah. And like, like that's that's the the, the flaws at like a thirty. Yeah, you know, when you start at thirty, just by like standing in the deployment zone, and you tend to get you, people tend to want to take you. On top yeah. of that, they got points reduction on two of their best units, both the jump pack, the the seraphim and the zephyrim, uh, both got points reductions. Yeah. Well, what we're talking about, obviously, we're talking about tournament games. You score a certain amount of points, you get to pick your secondaries. Uh, mm. Now, w- one of the changes with Nephilim is that uh, you used to only pick one faction p- specific. Secondary secondary but now you can take multiples and so if you happen to be blessed with the ability you know you're you've been kind of given things that that play right into your faction in in a good way then you might get a point advantage in each yeah each game Mm-hmm. Now, well, there's something something that, that uh, we talk about on here is that when you've when you've had a, a balance of shake up, some people get uh, their list readjusted, some people get their best list just like changes 500 points. You know, this little deta- this little you know uh, combo goes out, that little combo goes in, and then you got faction. That get they go back to the drawing board and they have to reinvent themselves from there. And I believe that's where Tau is. Um, I believe Tau is at that point where they need a full reconstruction from the ground up. Which man, is why I, know, man. I, feel, I still feel like a bunch of Christ suits is still probably all right. I've seen a lot of Tau players where they've started to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, they're just kind of feeling out the grounds. But a lot of what I've seen them testing right now is triple hammerhead and triple riptide. Yeah. Triple Riptide, Triple Hammerhead, or it's one one unit of five crisis with the yeah. Triple Hammers yep. um, and stuff like that. Um, and But I will tell you right now, the trend of little to no Tau is gonna, uh, for this week's event is going to continue. Um, it's a thing. Let's jump over and talk about some of the top players in attendance because there uh, is Before one- we do that, let me let me give some shout outs to folks in the chat. Armist Steve says they got a grand tournament coming up later on uh, south of the border there in Hildago. Maybe we talk about that. We'll see, you know, oh, put that to. on the radar. Awesome. Uh, Nurgamat, what's up? Uh, Igbar says, uh, Adam, you made the LVO amazing for them. Ah, uh, had had to boogie. It could, couldn't hang out for the chat, but wanted to leave that comment for you, which was absolutely amazing. Uh, and some folks finally found us here on the Thursday show. I know we, we were elusive. We, we, we hide in the cracks. They're like, Slip. what? Da- oh, oh my God. What day is it on? I, where am I, how am I going to catch what it? What day is the Thursday show on? I can't <laughs> figure it's how out. how they find us after the fact. <laughs> we'll try true. to make that easier. <laughs> we are sympathetic and we will try to make it, make it easier. But otherwise, 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. We, we roll live each and every week. Hope to see y'all joining us. All right. 
let's knuckle down. Let's see some lists. Top top players in attendance. First off the top, uh, funnily enough, the Scottish this Scottish GT is the most stacked of the of the weekend. I'm, I'm so happy to see some Scots in the top in the top rankings. I think it's awesome. First up is Inez Wilson. He's ranked fourth in the world and fourth in the UK. You know what that means? That means the three guys above him are also in the UK. Um, so he's playing Tyranids. He's playing Leviathan. So sticking a bit tried and true, but. The flavor and the archetype has definitely changed. This is a single battalion detachment. It's got a flyerant, a neurothrope, 10 gargoyles, two fatty nine-man warrior units, so two units of nine warriors, three tyrant guard. He's still got the pyrovores, still two units of three pyrovores, three venomthropes, uh, one unit of three sky slasher swarms, death leaper, one single biovore, and a tyrannocyte, which I know has always been one of his favorite little special spicy tech pieces. Um, you, I, I, I'm assuming it's usually going to have um, uh, three pyrovores, three pyrovores in it, and just dump down, and get the pyrovores in people's way early on, and and get them on an angle where they can do some good damage. But head past to Dustin, our tuning expert. What do you make of this list? Oh, it's a fantastic list. It's Leviathan, so the big warrior bricks make perfect sense. Those things are so dur- people are never ready for how durable. The, these Leviathan Warriors are. They have permanent transhuman. They have a minus one damage strike. Like they are mm. ridiculously hard to get through. They're going to have an invuln for most of this game, probably, if not all of it, because of all the stuff they have with the Zoanthropes giving it to them. And he's Leviathan, so he can keep casting on one of them. So they'll always have a five up invo. Like they are so hard to get through. There was mm. the, the tournament that I went to this past weekend, there were four tier lists, and there was over 100 warriors between the four of them. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sounds painful. Yeah. Nice. You could hear the pain across the hall with everybody playing against them. It's like, oh my God, these warriors will not die. We heard that 20 times. They're ridiculous. Mm. And that Tyrannocyte with the, uh, you just put six power of in there because why not if you can do the mm-hmm. damage with them it's such a threat because it can come in turn one and it can do a lot of damage and just kind of pop some pop some transports kill some light infantry or even heavy infantry with two wounds if you wanted to like their profile is good against like everything this is like this right here is still it's still the tier list that we were playing before but this, it's made for nephilim now and you notice mm-hmm. it's not that much different overall sky slash storms just flying rippers so, so they 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 lost so it lost um the second flyer of course, yep. because it's no longer – it used to be a two-patrol, uh, a yes. double-patrol list, um, and now it's gone to a single battalion, which I think makes all the sense in the world. If you're taking Leviathan, you've got a bunch of CP you want to use. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, still has Death Leaper in there. I think when you take the battalion, you can justify the Death Leaper Warlord trait to make him the, the obsec annoying yep. bastard sure. he is. Um, but the, there's, everything else in this just makes sense, right? Just all yep. just makes sense. It's it all still it just stuff that's good. I, I just <laughs> can't believe the Death Leaper was in debate for like – like how how does someone not start playing Tyranids well, and instantly include the Death Leaper? It was it, so it was whether or not you take the Flyerant or the Death Leaper. Death Leaper or the Parasite. Or the Parasite. Sorry, yeah, that was that oh, was Parasite, the I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like sometimes they can't you can't afford to buy them both, and you definitely can't afford to buy both of them Warlord traits now. Yeah. Um so it's kind of now it's definitely one or the other. But I think the question was because you could take you could take you could still take double patrol and get your two flyer and so you just got to be willing to start it like the donut CP wise like you, you will yeah. have none. Um, well, the other thing with Death Leaper is that he's the one that if was in close combat with the like, engagement range. You can't use strats, so he has an extra bit, little buff in there too. It's a much better tech piece when he's yeah. hiding in eighteen warriors, which yeah. is what's going to happen here. He's going to be like in the blob of eighteen warriors. He's going to go out and you're going to be like, can you kill eighteen warriors in melee with no stratagems? And I got to tell you, probably not, at least not, not in two or three turns of combat. The decision of when to go to zero CP is probably a discussion we're going to have on some other podcast uh, and, sure. and, and stuff. Whenever you want to take three telemorphs. <laughs> <laughs> you should. It's a good time. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, so, 
But that's a, that is a real concern, what you were just talking about. Yeah. Mm. Um, next up, we have Brian Siep, um, who's ranked 10, 10th in the UK <laughs> right now. He's playing Bloody Rose Sisters. I will let you guys know, I pulled out a list for this week's uh, events, and I've tried my best to get one of every faction to give you guys the best spread of nef- of the Nephilim changes. So if you are playing your faction sitting at home, you can bang, get an example of something you might see. I think we've got two Tyranid, we've got a Tyranid double up, but they're very different lists. <clears throat> Apart from that, I don't think there are any others. Um but Brian Sieps, uh 10th in the UK, playing Bloody Rose Lists. This is another single battalion detachment. Makes all the sense in the world. Uh, Hospitaller and a Repentia Superior in the No Force Org slot. Morven Vile and the Canoness, uh, the HQs. Makes all the sense in the world. Uh, two times five Battle Sisters, 10 Novitiates, a Dogmata, a unit of nine, and two to five Repentia. So that is a good amount right there. One unit of three Paragon Warsuits. The full two by 10 Zephyrum. So no small six man, seven man. It's a full two, two by 10. Uh, two to five Retributors and two Rhinos. Worthy. It's actually. It's actually a really tidy list, and it just has a ton of stuff. Are those Repentia like? Are those like now throwbacks? Are those classic units now? Are are are, are they tech now? Uh, I think yes, this yes. is necessary. Uh, you you reckon? So you're you're trying to say are they the core? Are they a, are they a core unit now, or are they a tech piece now? Um, I think I think having some is a core of the army. The numbers you take is dependent. It tells me a lot of what you want to do with them. Um, if you have three by nine, you're going in your trading in the middle. You're going to do you'd be throwing big bombs and you're expecting to see freaking nine warriors, you know, and stuff like that to go after. Um, where if I see two fives and a nine, you're using them to clear objectives, flip um, flip stuff, and then wait for the big melee in the middle to send your nine in. Um, but that's funny enough that I usually I usually see bigger repenture squads and smaller Zephyrum squads, and now that's that flip that script has been flipped. I love um, the giant Zephyrum squads. I think that's I, yeah, that's great. The, the tens are huge, but like like you with Sanguinary Guard, Paul, you find the ten Zephyrum and seven Zephyrum usually kill the same amount of stuff. And it's just how willing are you to overkill what you're going after? Do we do we know why we're starting to see bigger units? I mean, I will say that I, with these changes, and this is actually you know based off the Nephilim changes, I've gone even deeper into the Sanguinary Guard. Like instead of seven, eight mans, you're going to see nine, maybe even a ten man. You know, like no. things, and 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 I think that that's uh, is it just uh, because they drop two points. Is that the only I reason? mean that that does incentivize you, <laughs> yes, a little a, a little bit. But I mean, I think we're going to see people investing in larger squads just like this uh, for for like larger de- uh, death guards, you know, s- units and and things like that. And so you're going to mm. want the extra punch. And so fleshing out those units to get them over to get them one more turn of activity, I think yeah. is why 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 I like that ten man squad. So pointed out um, by Medi eight two one. Uh, can ask if they're a pensioner in the rhino. We honestly don't know, but the fact is the two rhinos give you a lot of duality in this list. You, you have you have two retributors in one, so they can get a little bit of sling action around corners to get better angles. And yeah, you have that beautiful scout, uh, a rhino, scout transport trick with the bloody rose. We saw uh, at BAO... Um, uh, apologies, can't remember the general one, but he used that every turn to make sure your, his opponent's front line just wasn't there. Oh, do you have screens? Oh, wow. Sorry, you don't. Uh, so two units of five, or even just one unit of nine going in and making sure. Oh, even if people have like a couple of baby knights out front, one unit of nine repentia fully jacked will just go straight through those. Well, that, that's the thing with it. When you have two runners, even just one runner, it gives you that kind of. Uh, like we, we can't say if they're going to put it next. It's like different every game, but he has the option and actually a lot of versatility in this list. The way it's built out. Yeah. Like, 
and then put the battle in there. You can put the retributions in there. You can put the repension, like you said. Then you can put the nine in there with like the canon S or the nine in there with the repension superior. Like there's so many things you can do with those uh, right there. So there's there's a lot of options. It's, it's they're in there for the versatility. For sure. And yeah. Y'all were saying these, these maybe these smaller tournaments wouldn't be as spicy, but this is uh, this is pretty spicy. Everything is going to be spicy. It was just there's well, not as, that many people, right? <laughs> so next up, we have Chris Irvine, who's a member of the the Scotland, Scottish WTC team. So very strong member. I'm going to straight up hand pass this one to Paul. It's a Blood Angels list. Ooh, Paul's going to go over a list. We haven't had that happen in a while. Uh, the, uh, well, right off the bat, five voicemen in arms. As soon as you see that, you know that this player is thought about stuff. The, the, the <laughs> thinking, the <laughs> thinking man's blood angel. The thinking man's blood angel right there, you know? <laughs> He's actually planning on getting points. He just doesn't want to table his opponent. Okay. Yeah. okay. Five assault intercessors. Uh, I'd be curious how they're armed because, you know, there's a couple different ways you can arm the sergeant or whatever. Uh, four servitors. Again, another thinking choice here. Landspeeder Storm. Yet mm-hmm. another thinking choice is just tactics, 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 and a patrol detachment there. Then we got a vanguard. Sanguinary Priest, the Sanguiner. Sanguiner is awesome. He, he, he kind of has peaks and troughs as far as like when uh, you're going to see a lot of the Sanguiner. I think right now is one of the Sanguiner's time to shine. Sanguinary Ancient, another uh, five Assault Centurions, which Oof. we've seen popularized recently. Mm. We can unpack that a little bit. Five Death Company, five's kind of that magic number. Uh, you can you equip them. You, you only spend one command point for Four Alarm Fury. Yep. Three times sanguinary guard. I guess this is what I'm talking about. Like the points for some of the other things that that they've chosen have to come from somewhere, and that's why these sanguinary guard are not in nine and ten man. If you ask me, um, mm. still great choices. And then three eliminators. Uh, that is, eliminators you don't see very often in Blood Angels or Marines. Period. So uh, I, yeah, again, spicy, spice, spice. I have a question, Professor. Is Landspeeder Storm? That's the dedicated transport, isn't it? It, it is, is a yeah. it's the it's the one that holds scouts, so it's the longer but one. There's no scouts in this list. Is there no any scouts. other in there? Uh, no, nothing goes in there. No, nothing can but, go in there. Because isn't that one of the facts now that dedicated transport they don't have anything just die? Just dies. Just dies. Can he put any? Could he put any characters in, or could it only have? That's scouts? what I'm wondering. I believe that thing only can hold scouts. That's what I thought. Let me see That's if it might do something like servitors or something. We'll uh, just gonna just gonna tell you right now, Chris. That's a mistake. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> he might need to. He might need to email the organizer. But oh wait, <laughs> the, the other one that could be is that if the void men at arms have the inquisitor, you know, esque right. freedom to go in any transport, that could be a really that would be really tech. good. Then that could be really that would cool. Make a lot we of sense. Well, we'll have to look into that. Anybody in chat, if you know straight yeah, up, let us that, know in chat. I actually don't know. Like I'm curious. I would like to know this because looking hmm. now. You would uh, assume he hasn't made that mistake. I would assume so turn, as well. Start a turn on every game. Opponent's going to be like, ah, <laughs> ah <boom. laughs> uh, uh, but hey, here with, we that, are. with that, with that, we'll figure that out in in a minute or two, or somebody will help us out in the chat or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I will say that the 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 choices here for servitors, like I've labored over a few servitors, are forty eight points. That's it's good. To, yeah, it's pretty it's good. good time. Wait, four servitors though, just like a, the whole back line. Is, can you take them in units of six? Uh, I I think, I think you so. can go up to six, yeah, but like, like the minimum six, unit right? is forty eight points or something like that. It's it's it practically free. Practically, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is practically free. That means he can actually use everything else with whatever he needs to do, right? And Blood Angels mm. are mobile enough that they can go wherever they want, whenever they want. So it gives them the 
with the voidsman and the servitors just sit in the back that way on 48 points in the backfield that's fine yeah. so yeah, I, yeah. I think th- this list is probably set up to just to be almost like a a, a trade on points type list mm-hmm. uh looking at it and not going for huge wins wanting to, to eke out that those uh those kind of marginal victories you know Singles, it, you only got to win by one point it, that's win. I mean that's exactly right, and and with with the Angels, you you don't have any problem kind of controlling that that middle field or the your in your opponent's deployment zone. Uh, you've almost kind of kind of d- test your opponent to see if they can get through that wall of gold. I was right. They have the, the, the it's it's not the inquisitor one. It's called warrant of trade. The unit can ignore keyword requirements when embarking in Imperium transports. So he's putting the voidsman in the storm. There you go. That is that's there some spicy is. tech there, Chris. I'm very well done, uh, well sir. Done, sir. Well done. Good job. Yeah, nice yeah, spot. Nice awesome. working that out. But no, I, I think that's that, we that figured it out. See, we, you didn't trick us. You, we, oh, you almost code. did. But we cracked the code between the three of us. We figured it out. Boys, assault centurions. They're starting to be a thing now. It's not just a meme, that. not just a joke. I Stephen Box just didn't make it happen once in one place in one time. What do we think? Is this the way forward for Marines? It's a total meme. <laughs> <laughs> it is a total meme. Paul's not on board. Paul is no. not on board. So I'm not the- saying I'm not saying it's not good. And I'm not yeah. saying that good players can't make it happen. I'm saying that, that it's it, it is take advantage. We talk about the windows, right? Yes, yes, the window. Yeah, the the window so, is there, and take advantage of it. So the only thing that the Blood Angels list struggles with is the mass strength eights or the minus the the strength above above six minus one to wounds and things like that because they they're spamming a lot of strength five weapons or all, all the same yeah, the toughnesses. They, sorry, they, yeah. they. So, uh, sorry, what did I say? The strength. 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 Oh, we got it. We're, we're wrong. Guys. We're tracking. We're, we're, we're tracking. Strength, strength ten minus three or minus four. Uh, yeah, minus four damage three is a profile that you can't replicate with um, with Blood Angels very well because you have you can get Thunder Hammers, you can get minus two damage three out the wazoo, whatever. But they're getting that high rend uh, past the eight, past the strength eight breakpoint is actually hard to do, and so the assault century is kind of do that for you they kind of mean like you can bubble up a mid board around the assault centurions against you know some knight armies and be like well pfft, what are you going to send in you, you can kill one unit of sangard and then everything just dies to the assault centurions um on top of that every time you res an assault centurion like because somebody killed one it's a huge leapfrog in in movement and damage and because oh, they're on 15 mil base which is like they're freaking wide or whatever they're yeah, freaking they're huge they essentially double their move every time they bring one back they move twice like it's crazy yeah. that's big no the, the, again they're they're good and i'm i'm I think folks are are, are going to catch people a lot, but I just think that it is ultimately something that is this is this is the window. Take advantage of it. This is it. Um, all right. Who's? I honestly just think. I mean, you've got the the four, the fourth ranked guy in the world at this event. It's going to be hard to pick against Inez. So let's put Inez on the kibosh. Can't pick Inez. Who are we picking? Look, come on. Chris is winning. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. Brian. I'll go. That sister's list. Oh great! We'll I can't. I can't pick my nids. What's There's that? three GSC players. What are you, doing? Well, what are you talking about? Obviously, the GSC's gonna had, win, right? I mean, I don't. You had the, you had the easiest choice of all of us. Did Second I? Easiest. <laughs> Second easiest. Sorry, Paul had Blood Angels. It's, yeah. The numbers are in our favor. The numbers are always in our favor. You know, that's the thing with GSC. Uh, that just, list. We start I will creeping say. up everywhere. <laughs> Dustin, come on. Let's let's put it out to the chat. Show me a random GSC weapon 
and have the oh, have the chat. A random say, GSU episode. All right, all right. Here you go, chat. This is what you get live when you actually watch us live. Name that weapon. What is that? What is he that told weapon? me five minutes ago, and I still don't know what it is. He, I didn't see what he showed. I know the description of what he showed because I was off making <laughs> name a that weapon. So I can still get this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> name that weapon, chat. Uh, uh, this this, yeah, this but, is the kind of game you get to play if you're live with us every Thursday. Come on. That's right. Oh, mining laser. Uh, no, no. We have but at least you're laser. in the right army. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's not a mining laser. You're in the right ballpark. Uh, <laughs> you're in the right ballpark. All right. The next, next, next tournament next we're going to talk about is Warzone Man from Douglas Alaman United Kingdom. 29 player, five round event. Seismic cannons. There they are. All right. Chat got it. Thank you, guys. I knew Thanks, well chat. done. Here. Well done. Thank you, chat. All right. Perfect. Now I can calmly go on to the quick and dirty stats of this uh, event here. <laughs> the Imperial Super Faction, there's one sister, one custode, one Advec, one Grey Knight. Space Marine Super Faction, there are three Dark Angels, one Blood Angel, one Ultramarine, one Black Templar, one Crimson Fist, two Iron Hands. Whoa, that's a weird spread. Chaos Super Faction, there's one Chaos Space Marine, one Death Guard, one Renegade Knight. Xeno Super Faction, five Necrons, one Orc, one Tau. Hive Mind Superfaction, there are four Tyranids. Oh, all the GSCO or went to all the other tournaments. And then the Eldari Superfaction, two Assyriani, which means the faction podium. Necrons topping it out with five. Tyranids closely behind with four. And then Dark Angels at three. Necrons, this, uh, the, I guess all the GSC players, they just went to that tournament. All the Necron yeah. players mm-hmm. came to this tournament. Yeah. And, and I'm actually surprised we did not see Necrons like in the last, because they're there was one stout. Yeah. Uh, do, do do we think anybody got more from these these three level changes than Necrons did? Did anybody get more? Look, I've already from seen the, the memes with the Silent King and the Canaptic Titan <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Boy. Yeah, you boy. know, just hanging out by themselves. This is it's going to be brutal. Necrons are going to win a lot of golds this weekend. I don't disagree. I think it'd be very hard. I'd be very surprised if we don't see a bunch of Necron podiums this weekend, coming out of this weekend. Their build has changed fundamentally. Perfect segue, because I went and looked at all the Necron lists, because of course there was five of them in this event, so I wanted to catch that meta. It's actually pretty diverse. There's There was one guy playing actual Cesarican, like actual Cesarican. Um, there not was, just uh, the model, or the old not model? Ju- not just the Silent King, it was actual, actual Silent King build um three of them were playing eternal expansionists i believe uh, i, I might have been four playing expansionists, but there was a couple of battalions a couple of patrols and outriders a couple of bits and pieces three out of five took the silent king so it was actually still two players who didn't take him which uh considering how jacked we all think he is is actually pretty <laughs> interesting um they just they don't have not painted yet that's the, yeah they're, they're just like, still trying that's a complicated I, model you get a yeah i don't know you, you yeah, get yeah, like a pat you, on the you back want, you want that to be pretty you can't you put a thumbs company. up if you get if you completed that model, it is not an easy model. So the the list of the, the list I picked out from the Necron list was the one that I thought uh, represented how much has changed and was it, the most interesting because it was so fundamentally different to any other one we've seen uh, since. Remember the arcing lot build in the in early yep. eighth when Necrons first sorry early ninth when they first started their decline and all I've never heard it started. called that before. I think that really? is incredibly clever. It is yeah yeah, yeah the arcing the arcing lot. I Use thought it was really funny. So. 
So That's about right. I know what they are, Dustin. I just I'm just making, pointing them out to you. Paul. You haven't heard them before. I want to make sure you understood where the name came from. You see, so about 14 months ago, 16 months ago, we had a period of time when the Necron uh, Necron lists were starting to be in decline. Like the worries weren't holding up anymore, and people started looking for the alternative build, like the next best build. And they started playing the the Tesseract Darks and the DDAs and the Doomsday Stalkers. They tried to go to a mechanized durability skew because of all the quantum shielding. Um, and this is this is like the next the next generation of that. So this is James Ramsey's Necrons. It's a relentlessly expansionist and eternal conquerors. Starts off with the Silent King, straight up slap him in. Then he's got a spearhead, and the whole rest of his army fits in a single spearhead. Uh, he's got a Technomancer, two units of six Scorpec destroyers to give you that melee punch and that response. A single plasma site to go with them. Two units of three Tomb Blades to be your little. Uh, obsec bits and pieces to go out and try and flip objectives three annihilation barges two units of six locust destroyers that's the the non-heavy ones and then two single heavy destroyers oh, sorry no, a unit of two heavy destroyers this i believe represents the most fundamental shift that we've seen in a while there was a, a james cromwell list um, archetype from a couple of weeks ago that was all the toughness uh five three wounders but that was more of a merely skew rather than the shooting skew this has the tune to six destroyers the the three annihilation barges the two heavy destroyers plus the silent king it's actually got a really good daca battery of a bunch of different profiles uh, i'm here for it i think it's good yeah, uh, and Nick in the chat says the Necrons been having a rough time. They, I mean, they have had, they've kind of had a swing. They were, you know, great for a bit, and then took a dip, and now have got a bit of resurgence. But now have been mm. supercharged. Like the, the the nitrous is is flowing. Somebody's flipped the switch. <laughs> Yeah, well, those those locust those locust destroyers are they're, they're the string six minus three uh, two damage ones. Two yeah, damage, three, yeah. three, is it three shots a piece? D three D three damage. I actually like that they're D3 damage. They're one of the few units that I like is D3 damage still because there's so much minus one damage out there that having a one or two units that has D3 still means you can just flip into them at the right Listen, meta. Y'all, y'all are begging for two damage at one point in time. I know, like, Give me that I D3. What's, <laughs> what can the, I, we the, need the, the D3 now. The D3 the is main, better. The meme that I came up with was that a G Dub is like sitting there, like holding their blades, <laughs> laughing at us all, like because we were so hyped to get two damage, like heavy bolters and stuff. And then they laughed and laughed as they gave minus one damage to everything, and it didn't matter. And so, but yeah, now all the two damage stuff, a lot of the time, D3 is better. Like, you want to play it to Death Guard, D3 is so much better than damage mm-hmm. too, so much better, like. For, yeah, incredibly better. Uh, what do we make of this list, boys? And the one that the one that I scratch my head on is the Annihilation Barge. Um, I know he's got a, three. I know he's I know he's got a crap load of Rend three to go into the Armor of Contempt games. But in those games, the Annihilation Barges do one half of nothing. Are, are they like Tesla? Like Tesla Destructor. And then they have the undersung heavy gorse. Is usually the usually the combination. You can swap swap them out for double of each of those, I believe. Um, I was just curious as if they're just going for volume shots. Are they are they really trying to chew through something to to like open up holes or whatever? For the tomb blades, do that for sure. The annihilation barges, I think, are more. They think they're better for the AP. I don't know if they have that many mm. shots. Um, so the they come with a gorse cannon, which is heavy three, strength six minus three, d three, which I believe is the same on the annihilate on on the the locust destroyers. It's the exact same as the locust destroyers. Yeah. So he's he's spamming that profile out. He's he's yeah. got that everywhere. That that strength six minus three, d three is the profile. He's just it's like for this the negative is the, three. 
yeah, this is where I need to get my money. This is where I need to get my my value. And then he's got a, a twin Tesla destructor, which is ten shots at strength seven, okay. no minus one damage, and then of course double exploding sixes. So that thing is there to kill Eldar. That the Tesla mm. destructors is the is the Eldar pick, and then everything else is against Armor of Contempt. Okay. Okay. Sounds right. Least, you know, I think least. with the Silent King being in the in the army, you're you're like, how to support the Silent King? Mm. Actually, on so, that subject too, did all of the Necron lists have the Silent King in it? No, no, only really? three out of the five. Yeah, only three out of the five. I was surprised. Yeah, really. Like we said we were joking that everyone's going to try and paint him up, and like, I wish I didn't have to paint this model. And you know, yeah, <laughs> I still feel. I mean, yeah, it's probably just painting, but because I, I think yeah. he's he's just. Although, if you, if you think that people are going to automatically gun and take things that kill the Silent King, and you've got a bunch mm-hmm. of warriors, I mean, if you're down, like, mm-hmm. okay, you granny to bring all this Melta, but I have 50 extra warriors to take the place of where the Silent King was, mm-hmm. those eliminators are looking, um, you know, mighty weak. Yeah. Mind you, I do. I really like the Locust Destroyers because they've got the magic. Remember last edition where we were just like, the fly keyword is the best keyword in the game, bar none. See you later, everybody else. Infantry (laughs) is now that keyword, and Locust Destroyers have it, in addition to having fly. So they go and just go, oh, you thought you were safe from us. We're going to go eight to 10 inches, whatever the hell they move. I can't remember. And they're going to get around this angle. We're going to annihilate you. And it's got so, this, this list actually has a bunch of CP in order to supercharge them with uh, the rerolls to hit, rerolls to wound. So they're going to be cranked. Uh, we got a comment here. Is that the Silent King is notoriously low-key. I cannot think of a, l- of a lesser low-key model. <laughs> <laughs> Then He's a giant amazing. silver guy. With he, a he rides on a giant monolith with yeah, two yeah. A glowing He's staff. Onks, like <laughs> giant onks. He's literally got like a god that is screaming at the top of the <laughs> yeah. thing. Like it's just there screaming. So he's not rocking up like silent, silent king like. He's rocking he up the with like highest key. <laughs> <laughs> he the, but he's he's low key amazing. Actually, always has been low key amazing. amazing. Blaine King is what he is. He's the <laughs> Blaine King. Was it my fault? Um, next list down, this is Ray Taylor's Death Guard because I wanted to give you guys a snapshot on the Death Guard and where they're at. I actually really like this list, to be honest. Um, it's just another, once again, it's, it's Mortarian's Anvil, single battalion detachment, Lord of Contagion, two Plague Casters, three units of five Plague Marines with like 40 points of extra stuff for free. Um, two units of five Blight Lords, which I thought was I thought was interesting. It wasn't one ten, two fives. I actually like that better. Two units of three Death Shrouds. So here's a full, you know, we've got four four little blocks of uh, Terminators that are obsec here. A single Plague Surgeon to give some uh, feel no pain. A Tally Man. And two units of two Mythetic Blight Holders. Uh, I actually like this little, this, this is a good little defensive list. Man, where where are the more Plague Marines? He probably just hasn't painted, man. It's like, you're oh, probably right. Man, say, we got a little bit yeah. of hobby lag happening right now. Yeah, yeah. Who has 60? Because that's no. I, I would not be surprised to see that be a list eventually. Dude, I ordered some more. Like, I was, yeah. Like, man. <laughs> it just like, I'm not push- ready for a tournament this weekend with, with, uh, with the new Death yeah. Guard either. Yeah. Mind you, you do, have, you do have 30 Blight Lords, so you could just do that instead. That's true. Look, that's I'm gonna get by if I have to play Death Card. It'd be all right. But I'm saying that is that is I think that where we're gonna see like over time more and more uh, Plague Marines hitting mm. the table, and it probably will be in in five or ten man units at a time. Like next yeah. weekend, we'll see twenty of them. The weekend after that, we'll see thirty. You know, <laughs> the weekend after that, fifty and yeah. sixty until we get into the next update. In this list, I fully if, if this list if this list archetype stays around the same, I fully expect the tunes of five blight lords to be gone, and that to just be more plague marine points. Really? 
Yeah, I think I think because I think the Desh route and the Blight Laws are pretty ubiquitous. You just need a couple of units of them. You can have either either, and I think that for me the Desh route are better um, because you keep the better melee profile with the you keep the way better rendered melee, and that hits on twos. Um, you, you've already got the shooting covered because you've got all the Plague Marines taking all the little special guns here, there, and everywhere. So when you t- lose from the Blight Lords, you replace with the Plague Marines, and durability wise, you're already hitting the skew just right. Doesn't matter. Mm. Do, do you know what's a nightmare right now for like a Plague Marine is a nightmare for Eldar. Like everything is either th- winning him on threes or winning him on fives. There's no, there's pretty much no strength five in that army, um, and all the stuff that's winning him on threes, the strength six is only damage one on the Shurikens. And if you don't rend, they don't care and you don't have ignores cover anymore so plague marines in cover versus halo doom you're just like did you roll sixes no i don't care cool just twos like you know it's it's pretty mad it's pretty good there like twos for one damage on the shuriken cannons it's 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 a thing what do y'all make of the blight horrors is that just another way to get some reliable melter in there like is so they're down to what i think is a takeable points uh, price point now there i think they're around the 100 110 points now oh, um really? come with a multi-melter come with a come with a flamer come with a, a missile launcher i don't i'm not in love with them but i think Fast, they do, as far as death guard go yeah i think they do something to list knees right yeah, they, he doesn't have any uh, plague burst crawlers, so they're just they're they're giving the kind of long. I'm saying long range, but I mean long range for death guard shooting. It's twenty, yeah, it's twenty four inches. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love it. Nurgleman says that he's ready. He's got all the. Plague <laughs> yeah, you got this list. I'm sure you had this list like three times over. Nurgleman, oh, he said he's got the sixty. He's ready for the plague. Oh yeah, there you go. He's ready you for that. He's get, that. start us off, Nurgleman. Next tournament you go nope. do sixty plague rings, buddy. You got this. The bile wall or whatever. Bile wall. <laughs> well, we do need a name for that archetype. Like we do, like yeah. We'll workshop it. We will. We will. We're up to open to submissions. All right, jumping down to the last one here. His name's Matthew Cheese, or the Big Cheese, as we like to call him on the Isle of Man. Yeah, I just made that up, <laughs> but hopefully that's the case. Um, this is the Crimson Fist list because there was a player bringing Crimson Fist, so I'm like, I guess I'm doing that list because it's Cause he's awesome. Big Cheese. Because he's a boss. The boss. Um, He's playing a single battalion, and I love that this list is funny because, uh, unfortunately, it's just it's a bit wonky. Um, <laughs> um, I've got this wrong way around as well. He's got a Gravis Captain, Primaris Lieutenant, and a Tech Marine as the HQs, five Infiltrators. Uh, I've got this the wrong way around, but it's two units of 10 uh, regular Intercessors because they actually make good use of the, the Crimson Fist rules. Um, a Primaris Ancient. Never seen one of those before outside of Deathwing, but here we oh, are. Oh, no, man. They're, because the fact they get to shoot when they die or whatever, you bubble up mm-hmm. around them, and it's just like, we're just going to hopefully get a bunch of... I mean, he's probably taking the, the relic on him, too, which makes it probably <clears throat> easier to get, if better. I remember right. Um, then we have 10 Reavers. So, so this is not two units of five. This is full 10. Two Relic Contemptors. This gentleman is playing two CP out of our very much reduced CP economy to take two Relic Contemptors. I can tell you right now, they both have twin Laz Cannons. They both have two twin Laz Cannons, and I believe they have the Cyclones as well. Nice. Uh, Three Suppressors, and then two to five Hellblasters. So this is where I started joking. I'm like, so he's got 10 Reavers which you could then combat squad, but makes a lot more sense if you just have two units of five Reavers, and then he has two units of five Hellblasters, that just makes more sense to have one unit of ten and then combat squad when you need. But here we are. Uh, <laughs> I love the list. It's got a lot. They're it's, already it's, painted, it's, man. It's yeah. right. It's yeah, right. He's got squad marks on, on both of them. It's, it's the big cheese. Who, who, like, you know, 
It's the big cheese. Who yeah. can say anything? The big so cheese. with this, this actually, this army does will function almost like a, like a death ball. Essentially, you've got all these kind of like layers probably surrounding uh, the captain and the banner. Uh, I just and wish, uh, yeah, I just wish it had Pedro. Like this, this army with plus one attack on everything would be sick. Mm. Uh, everything's Primaris, though. It is exactly right. You can see the theme is like yeah. uh, I only play Primaris. And is that is that a regular old tech marine? Is it? I actually can't remember. To be I honest, mean, I, I, use, I I would usually write down if it was a Primaris tech marine, like I do with everything so maybe else. It's first point. So maybe it's not. Shame, shame, shame. No, no, <laughs> no. no shame. He's cheaper than Pedro. Yeah. So. <laughs> But I bet he did the same kind of value analysis where it's like, um, I'm getting similar buffs from these other things that give me more mm. pieces to move around on the table. Mm. And that's probably why I bet, I bet the, I bet a lot of what is the decisions in this are based around the secondaries and painting. Like this definitely it's, seems like a hobby list, but, it's uh, but 48, uh, primaris bodies in infantry when you add it all up and then two contemptors like there is just that ability to be like uh pushing pushing a, just a sheer a quantity of wounds at you um sometimes dreadnoughts yeah. don't die the big cheese what more can we yeah. say well i mean it's a rocket enough said you know enough said the, yeah love it uh what's uh oh, so who's winning this one boys i'm gonna pick a necron player because i want i want that to, to happen i need it to happen Necrons, yeah. uh, they actually have a really good. No, Necrons have this. Yeah, I'm I mean, Necrons. Ne- Necrons are what are they? Fifteen uh, percent of the meta or something? Yes, <laughs> something crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 20, 29 players and they're five of them. Yeah, so Necron Necrons are winning this. I think their Necrons are primed uh, to to take this whole thing. <clears throat> it's Dustin, what you what you got? What you said? Oh, I, I said Necrons too. Necrons for sure. Uh, well, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, checking out some of those sweet offerings I was mentioning earlier, and then we'll come back, do one more tournament. And then after that, we've got a bit of a palate cleanser we do each and every week called the Fuego Repito. If you're if you're not unfamiliar with it, hold on to your seats. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you in a few minutes. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming mats are custom-made one at a time. Printed with high-quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real-world setting, there's a great-looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. Biggity Band, we are back. Thanks for checking out uh, our sponsor there. And uh, welcome back. We have one more event to talk about. This is the Imp Gaming July Grand Tournament from Lincoln England and the UK. If you didn't know where England was, I guess there's England's all over the place. 
They did go everywhere and name everywhere after the same crap as back home, didn't they? So there's probably England's everywhere. There's, <laughs> no, it's mean? new stuff. So it'd be new. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. It's new. New stuff. Lincoln. New, new Hampshire. New. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there a Hampshire? Is there a Ham- does, does regular old Hampshire exist somewhere? Is there? No, there has to be. Right. Why would you there's call it a be. new one if there wasn't one already? I, mean, so, I don't know if that's a. I don't know if that's a hard rule. So they named New Zealand, and I've never Googled like that's what is true. New Zealand. Where, where is regular Zealand? Where is Zealand? Zealand? Like, you know, Raise your hand the chat if you're from Zealand. Not the not the shiny New Zealand. Not the, the shiny regular New Zealand. Plain, plain Jane Zealand. <laughs> As we've established through many episodes, which you can check out our back catalog if you'd like. We are not great at geography. We are terrible at it. Uh, but this one of my geography class was a tourism class. Twenty six mm-hmm. players, five round event. I actually I like the the smaller events with the with the multi rounds like it's this fun. because yeah. everyone plays like everyone knows exactly what everyone's up to yeah. at these weekends. And so if there is one of those, if there's one of those in your backyard, or even a little wise, you know, within travel distance over, you will not regret going to these events. Yeah, mm. definitely not. Let's go over the quick and dirty stats here. The Imperial Superfaction there. There's going to be two Astro Militarum, one Grey Knight, one Imperial Knight, Space Marine Superfaction. There's one Space Wolf, two Blood Angels, one Ultramarine, one White Scar. The Chaos Superfaction, there's two Chaos Soup, two Thousand Suns, two Death Guard, one Demon, and two Renegade Knights. Xeno Superfaction, three Necrons. That's it. Hive Mind Superfaction, four Tyranids. That's it. And the Aldari Superfaction, one Drukari. That's mm-hmm. it. Faction Very- podium then is the Tyranids at four, Necrons at three, a bunch of twos, but no Craft World or Harlequins or Tower what's, or Orcs. What's, what's crazy here is that we've had Necrons on two of our podiums, and in all three events, there's one Tower player across all three events. Across yeah. about 80 players, give or take, one Tower player. What a dramatic, crazy shift. Because it was big it was- shift. Our last two months, boys, last three months even, have been Necrons and Tau, podium place one and two. Take your pick. It's one of one of them is one and two. Um, you know, and now they're like not even there. But Tyranids have stayed the same. Oh, like three weeks ago. If you guys want to get some crisis suits, now's the time to go on eBay. Eh? They're probably all up there right now. Price to sell. Price to sell. Three weeks ago, Tau swept the entire weekend, like mm-hmm. around the globe, mm-hmm. Tau swept the weekend. Yeah, three super mages. Bang, 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 tau, tau, tau. Like crazy. Absolutely nuts. Um, and now, bang, the the what I think has happened is that everyone's at back at the redesign stage, and it's going to take them a couple of weeks yeah. to but to get back out there with new l- builds. Look at the breakout of these lists; it's all over. It's really all over the place, which is which is nice. I mean, that's isn't that what we want to see? Uh, Question mark? Yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> we want to see. It, we it's what see I want to see. I love. We want to see them. We want to see a meta that gets refreshed, a game yes, that rotates, it, just, it doesn't get stale. Um, whether it's too fast for you, not fast enough for you, you know, up to you, uh, personal preference. But let's jump in and have a look at some of these lists. So I wanted to get a night list out there. Ben Townshend um, from this event had Renegade Knights, House of Vectrix, with a super heavy detachment. This is a very tidy little list. And I'm actually I'm coming around to these tile of lists some more and more for both night. Um, configurations. There's a single knight desecrator because it gives out the. I think it gives out the captain's aura. Yep, a real one. one yeah. And then he has. It's also a monster in combat. Oh, it's, it's, it's a huge. it's a it's a brute. It's an absolute brute. Um, then he's got six war dog brigands. Now those are the are those are the melter and and gatling gun ones. Yeah. Uh yes. Yeah. So, so they're the multi-purpose jack of all trades shooting profile. They're not you're not hemmed into like, oh, is if the auto cannon's bad, this knight is bad kind of deal that you get with the the Helver and whatever that's the, the, the executioner. 
I'm still trying to get my head around the names. No, that's rough, two- man. There's like nine of them. There are like yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could take one of each in your list, and not, not, and before you run out of points, you know. And then he's got four stalkers. Now the stalkers are the the claw and melter gun. Yeah, thermosphere, uh, thermal. No, though the I actually reverse that. I think the brigand is actually the claw and the melter gun, or the the chainsword oh. and the melter. Oh yeah, the, the the that would make more sense. Right, and yeah. the stalker is the auto is the uh, the assault cannon. That would make uh, more and, sense. In the, in the claw or the melter gun. So straight up spam in the melter gun. Ten of them. Ten of those melter guns. Two shots apiece. Twenty melter shots per turn coming out of this. Um, I like it. I like it a good. I I would have thought you'd see one or two carnivores. I saw I saw on the weekend um, some some things carnivores were doing in to opponents in a in a teams event I was at. Carnivores are. St- Man, they are nuts. Look, moving and making Inferno move seventeen. Take ten of them mm. and move seventeen inches to every single one of them on turn one. Is watch your opponent like rethink all their life choices up until that moment. There, it will yeah. be. It's like you know. Well, here I was. I remember when before I made these choices and found myself in this situation. Fading happens in your ear. And what can men do against such reckless hate? You know, <laughs> couldn't couldn't be more perfect a time. Um, but this is a good list. So this is ten smalls and one big. Managed to get the ten smalls in, which I think is nice. Because um, usually you'll see like one big, nine smalls, and he's done that by not taking the auto cannon knights because I think they are the most expensive, right? They're the one fifty fivers. Are they or whatnot? I think I think they're the most expensive. They are the most expensive for Imperium at least. They're one fifty five for Imperium. It's ten points cheaper for the the um, the Armager. Okay, I want to revise my answer. The Brigands are the ones with the with the six shot can or twelve shot can. That's what I thought. That's what I (laughs) thought. Yeah. (laughs) We got there. We got there. And, and the stalker the, is the is the uh, is the twelve shot cannon in the claw. So there's no melters. The that's right. Well, no melters. No so, melters. Sans melters. It's all that's, it's all the twelve shots. Look, then. I had to check. I had to pull up the app. Good and stuff. I had to check. Thank you. So Which I actually is, I like those profiles though because that means they have the horde clearing. Like the, you clear the clear the screens with a gun and then charge on. in and just smack them. Or pick them up and throw them. I think they're the they're the all round they're the perfect all rounder. Yeah. And I like that they're not shy. Like I wish you could take some with an auto cannon and claw, because I think that'd be sick. That would be, it might, not it might okay. be might be too perfect. Too no, perfect uh, okay. duality. Um but yeah, this is good. This is really good. I, I like this list a lot. All right. Yeah, Jumping now, on this be curious how it plays because in the new CP, the new command point structure mm-hmm. of things or whatever i think we are going to see this this archetype for chaos knights and i've, I've actually been saying this for a bit now is one one giant one and then and then a bunch of the small ones yeah exactly right i think that's the best way at the moment especially when you don't have the confidence in what terrain you're going to get or player placed or whatnot i think small smalls is the way to go might even be the creator's a good choice interesting choice because you know a lot of people been focused on the abominant because you can kind of make it mm-hmm. i don't say invulnerable but definitely like you can give that thing two more rounds than yeah. you would expect from any other night. So Desecrator is kind of bold here and really curious how this works well, out. Well, the interesting one here is that by taking the Abominant, you unlock all the psychic secondary options. Like you un- unlock all of them. You can just take a whole new tree of secondaries. Although I, I didn't do the tech breakdown on this. So one of these little knights could be a psyker and could be that bringing that, bringing that with him. Uh, well, the so there is that option. as they are already, like they have two auto takes already. Yeah. Like they don't even need They're that really one really. Um, Although that other one did change, though, to where you know it's it's not as attractive because you have to give up kind of something now, whereas mm. before you could just kind of do it. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, 
Mr. Matt Palmer's uh, list is next. This is the, the double up on the Tyranids. This is Behemoth, though, and it's a Ooh. fundamentally very different beast, Ooh. and you'll see why in a, in a moment. Three Zoanthropes in the No Force Org, a Neurothrope and a Flyrant for the HQs. Oh, sorry, it's a Battalion if I didn't say. Ten Hormers, a two by three Warriors, so Min Warriors, one Death Leaper, so the same as Inez, and then two units of three and a unit of two Screamer Killer Carnifexes. Eight Carnifexes, my boys. So we missed Mr. Higdon's list back from the Isle of Man list. He's actually taking 10 Carnifexes or whatever as well. Uh, so cool. So I think that, that may be where we're, there's a shift towards... Yeah, in, in, internal shift. If you're going to play on on dense terrain, if we're going to lose all of Hail of Doom and all the stuff, and a lot of the Tau crisis suits that kept the Carnifexes down, maybe they have a maybe they got a lot more play. I mean, I, I mean, uh, a hammerhead one shots a, a, a flyer, and the same as a one shots a Carnifex, and there's a big points discrepancy between those two models. So why not take the one that just does the does the, the that's does the a great point. That's a mm, real yeah. good point. Do we start to see the Tau like bring their hammerheads, Riptides out again? Yeah, I think they will. I think absolutely. The riptides. That's what I've been seeing. That's what I've been seeing. I'm I'm not sold on riptides. I'll wait to be convinced on the riptides that two or three of them is worth it. One of them is probably absolutely fine. Three hammerheads is freaking terrifying for some list though. Like, (laughs) whoa, it's yeah, nuts. Hope for the best. Oh, please roll a three. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the other thing with all the big knights out there too, like you might see that. Well, you almost definitely see this. The uh, String into like the hammerheads and stuff too with the uh, tower. And I think other armies are going to start to have to worry about these gatekeeper knight armies too, because it's another one of those lists mm. that's coming back. Is even if it's not winning tournaments, it is gatekeeping every single one there. Like you have to be ready to fight them because if you don't have the tools to fight knights, you're you're just going down. You're going down you're hard. Over. Yeah, you're getting run over. Um, why behemoth here, Dustin? And how do you feel about the the screamer killer spam? Well, screamer killers are ridiculously good on their profile 10 attacks on the i think it's actually 11 attacks on the charge attacks behemoth yeah. will give them plus one strength on the charge they get to re-roll their charges as well which is it's already good it's, it's a bonus strength they're trying to get to that strength level they don't need to worry about re-rolling some of the time so i'm, I'm mm-hmm. actually looking at the if they come stock with uh with the adrenal glands i don't think they also um, can't give them to them so if he has the adrenal glands on there they can give the strength eight base <laughs> Behemoth, the big the big thing about Behemoth is they get to pick from the Lurk tree, which is the best tree for the adaptive yes. traits. What can you pick from there that's going to synergize with the Screamer Killers? Uh, give them all count as five OBSEC models. That's probably a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good pick, right? It'd be hard to hate probably. that. <laughs> yeah. It'd be yeah. hard. So, Dude, funnily enough, we have some parallels between this list and the previous list because that guy's got 10 Armagers and this guy, I'm sorry, War Dogs. This guy essentially has eight War Dogs in the the OPSEC 5 Screamer Killers. That's actually quite kind of interesting. Um, How how spicy. We have to move on. Um, This next one is from Simon Miller, and this is the single Drakari list. This is, is, are are we going to be coming full circle and get back to where we started with Drakari? Because this is a trooper patrol with a hell of a lot of stuff. Jumping down, it's 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 strife, blackheart, prophets of flesh in that order. We got a succubus, uh, one unit of ten, two units of five witches, and then two units of five hellions, which I absolutely adore still. Um, and then the blackheart portion is an archon with drizar. So here's your complement of three absolutely obnoxious characters in the strife succubus, archon, and drizar. Uh, he's got ten trueborn, five cabalites, two units of five incubi, and then everything is going to be in four raiders and two venoms. And then the lastly is the um, prophets. Flesh Patrol with a homunculus, 10 homoxites, which I think are extremely underrated, and two units of five. They've been on the rise uh, for uh, probably warriors. six months or so. so yeah, I, 
I, I've got a feeling the two by five warriors that I've written there is two by five um, racks. Apologies, guys. Uh, I do remember them being racks. Uh, for some reason, I just wrote that. Right. But uh, dude, ten Trueborn. I can tell you these ten Trueborn are teed up to the nines. They have all the full complement of special weapons, um, and they're going to be going in a raider, and they'll be sitting at the back of the board, fire and fading. And then everything else is going to go in the other three venoms. Uh, sorry, three raiders and two venoms, and just be a surgical annoyance to you where they just throw deadly characters with hellions and, and incubi and support this, it's we're coming full circle on this this, yeah. this is a list that That's we've seen probably going crazy gangbusters a year ago and this mm-hmm. is exactly what we're seeing again um what do you make of it boys it's like, I, like you said it's coming full circle this is exactly what uh Drakari were running with their msu days and then they got a slight Point cycling like with the Incubi and a couple other units, and then they kind of went away from it, went to Talos, and mm-hmm. they would they went on this long, long journey, and now they have come home to the list that has always been good for them. To be I, honest, I like the I six actually, vehicles. I, yeah, I me you. too. Yeah. One of the biggest things that uh, Dr- Drukari are good for is their fast vehicles that are also transports. Like it's actually really mm-hmm. good playstyle for them. Dirt and, cheap. You know, so, cheap. Yeah, you don't care. Like, they and, and they all have vulnerable well. saves. Like how many yeah. times you've been on the other side of it where you're just like, man, okay, that thing's basically made of tinfoil, but I can't get through that freaking invulnerable save because this guy won't stop rolling mm-hmm. fives. Mm-hmm. 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 Every day. It's yeah. frustrating as hell. Uh, what's also cool is that this this walks the tightrope of not giving up any secondary except maybe grind. Like it doesn't have enough vehicles that it gives up, bring it down. Mm-hmm. doesn't have enough characters that it gives up a huge score on um, assassinate. Like it does have four, but if you can, if you're getting, if you're getting all four, he's getting tabled. So never, you're never getting them because you're like, okay, cool. I'm gonna put them all in this one venom, and they're gonna be off board for three turns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in reserve. Yeah, if you took assassinate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of great secondary interplay. And while I think Herd the Prey got the same or a little bit worse for him, they've got better secondary game elsewhere they're also uh, them and harlequins are the best behind enemy lines getters in the game and behind enemy lines is actually a good secondary now uh because unlike unlike um engage where you need to be feeding units to your opponent for five turns of the game you can just you can just make sure you go two or three turns on behind enemy lines and then just forget about it see if you get some turns later it's okay because you get you get two or three fours on behind enemy lines and you're fine it's fine that's cool that's a perfectly good uh, third secondary, second secondary pick. And you just move on and just go about killing them. Um, so I do love that for them too. So you can play that duality of taking behind enemy lines, taking her the prey, do, do the other bits and pieces in there. I think it's a great archetype. I wouldn't be surprised if we see it become one of the main ones for them. The only thing I'll still lament about Drakari is that I wish they got some points reductions on their shooting options, like Scourges went down, Ravages went down, because right now they really lack good sh- quality shooting. You, they have like okay profile shooting but they can't get enough like dark lances in a list for it to matter versus things like knights versus things like hammerheads even you know it's the, these these other archetypes that are coming might just be a big issue because you just have no way to kill them from your side of the table you have to go and get them and then they can use that against you oh we got yeah, a quick assist always, uh, they've always uh, suffered in the knights like the, that's always been a tough matchup for the Drakari mm-hmm. yet because of that Got a quick assist in the chat from Artemis Steve saying uh, that the about the card effects is, is that they got to be ten wounds to count as the five. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. They still they have obsec, just don't count as five models. That's why. So he's he's opted to, to go with a different route than the card effects is. But you know we've now seen you know a couple of generals now going for this card effects route. Um, um, that may I think that's that could become a new thing. Uh, we'll see how, so. see how it all shakes out. So who's what what faction or player you think is going to win this thing? This is a hard one to pick. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, if, it was, if it was three weeks from now, I, I'd pick a chaos player because that <laughs> faction is going to shoot through the roof here in a little bit. Yeah. I kind of held off on the chaos list, on the chaos space marine list, because I know a lot of people don't quite have their finger on that pulse yet. Next week, you can expect me to do like possibly one chaos space marine list from each of the big events. Just pull out one. As long as they're different builds, I'll pull yeah. out as many different builds as chaos space marines as I can because it's the it's the hotness and you need to know what's up with them. So because um, of the size of the event, because of the faction that we see represented here, I'm going Renegade Knights uh, nice. in, in some capacity. I think that that's, that list is kind of on the precipice, both uh, them mm. and Imperials. It is interesting to note that um, a third of this army, a third of this um, uh, b- b- tournament is the is the Chaos Super Faction for the first time. They're, they're the dominant Super Faction at this event. They that's have nine true. players in attendance. Everyone else is five or less. That's actually really interesting. Um, and also something I'll note about what we'll be doing um, moving forward uh, is that because of the changes in Nephilim, I've almost exclusively removed all the soup um, options. Like there's no imp- there'll be very few Imperium that I've, I, from from our table of contents. When are we you do stalling the to pick a winner? Are you trying to? You definitely out stalling. I'm picking Blood Angels, Paul. <laughs> just really? to, just to because you said that. I was going to pick something else, but now it's Blood Angels because you didn't pick him. <laughs> Why is that you like, him? That makes him happy. Yeah, no, heads I lose. I'm going to be right. It? Heads I win, tails I win. <laughs> I also win. Uh, heads I win, tails you lose. Yeah, Dustin, I'm taking I'm taking that Screamer Killers. I actually like, I really like that. I think it could do well, depending on the terrain and stuff too, obviously, but I like it a lot. It will uh, flip a lot of nights. <laughs> Sweet. Look, we're almost at the end of our show here, but before we go, we have a segment we call the Fuego Repeater, where we give ourselves, uh, well, actually, production gives us a list of topics where we rapid fire our responses to. We don't know what the questions are typically before we see them. Uh, and this is where we're going to kind of yield the floor to let production jump in here and do a little host duties. Uh, we give ourselves two minutes right. to run down these topics. And when the time is up, uh, we move on to the next one. And, you know, Never to re- never to return. As, <laughs> as much Paul, as some give, people would like. Give me the theme. Since you ruined my theme every week, what's the theme? Okay, so we look. We obviously are getting towards Fourth of July here, and I think what Canada Day is the next hey, day. Yeah, well, it's actually tomorrow. It's, it's tomorrow. Oh, yeah. tomorrow. Uh, well, yeah. it's yeah, shows it's what tomorrow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so this Fuego must be Canada. about about America and freedom. It's close. It's close. All right. I'm starting the clock. Uh, four must-haves for a barbecue. I'd like to point out that I'm on, I'm the only American on the show. Yes, it's true. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. All right. Must-haves for a barbecue. Uh, Got to have a protein. Hamburgers. Yeah, you know, like like hamburgers. Those uh, everybody loves hamburgers. Potato salad, but it's only got to be the southern style. I knew you were going to say potato salad. Yeah. French onion dip. Uh, but not the kind you buy already made. You got to make it yourself with the sa- sour cream and the oh, uh, the fancy. onion soup mix. Uh, and then uh, I'm gonna go with uh, a frosty beverage. Those are your four four must haves. Mm. All right, I'm ready to rock and roll. Go. It's a stra- Australian barbecue. Oh, I, I'm you interested. Got, this is this what I'm listening to. Let's go. You got to have just charred up to crap onions. Like just just cook them to like they're jammy, they're crispy, they're crunchy, they're delicious, but mostly they taste burnt. That's the flavor you want. If it tastes like it's on fire, that's like the rest of the country during summertime, you're onto a winner. Right. Um, beetroot. Okay, I know you guys. I know you guys are down with what? it. Put beetroot on your burger. It's delicious. It's earthy, sweet. It's delicious. Okay. Uh, it's a very Australian thing. 
Um, you need to have some people who are way past their prime attempting to play sport. That is a barbecue must in Australia. Okay. Someone someone does a hamstring. It's, it's ubiquitous. It happens all the time. <laughs> pulls um, a hammy. <laughs> yeah, pulls a hammy. It's yeah. exactly right. Um, and then the last one, you need to have lamb. We had a, we had a godload of lamb in Australia. And I'm just doing that because it's a very Australian thing for barbecues. Those are the must-haves in an Australian barbecue? Wow. Yeah. That is the very... Uh, 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 way, like you need to have air guard for an Australian barbecue. What? Get rid of the lamb, air guard. You we got to Google this. Uh, Dustin, you got keeps, 13 seconds. It keeps well, the flies it, away. It, it Sorry, can't Dustin, go much go. different than what Paul said. It's like sausages, burgers, beer, chips. There you go. That's that's a barbecue. There you go. <laughs> So when you're outside having a barbecue in Australia, there's so many flies. I need a translator. Like fly protector. <laughs> okay, good. Yes, seriously. This is what AeroGuard is. <laughs> oh. Okay. Keeps the flies away. Okay. Best, oh, yeah. best G.I. Joe character. Cobra that's, Commander. That, that's so wrong. I, I, I can't. I, I can't. Love. Somebody Nobody, open the window and let some of the wrong out because he was no the you know, way you know why? Cobra Commander is the best he, G.I. Joe he, ma- he makes fail Baden look like a straight winner. Just <laughs> has never failed. Baden is flawless compared to Cobra Commander. Like <laughs> I got a story. When, so when I was young and went to go get my first G.I. Joe, you know, I don't even know if I knew it was you know, where but in the store. I thought Breaker was G.I. Joe. Breaker's the guy that runs the runs the like comms. He is, doesn't even. Yeah. I don't think he came with a weapon. <laughs> came uh, with a communication device. He came with a, a walkie talkie. <laughs> yeah, he's Man. not the best character. Uh, I'll, your, I'll just snake, up some, snake eyes. It's it's so it's, yeah. snake eyes. Snake yeah. eyes is pretty. It's pretty awesome. What was the name of the white one? The white ninja uh, shadow. Uh, Storm shadow. Storm shadow. That's it. It's pretty cool too. Yeah, they're all pretty cool. I mean, really, there's, there's, I, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I have a massive, massive collection of GI Joes in my garage. Like I collected them since I was two until I was twenty-two. I, I, I love those things. They are. That's, look, they are. Cool. I gave them to to so, my sons as soon as they uh, were old enough. Had a had a tackle box. Favorite? What is your favorite? Dustin? To, to pick my favorite, it's actually hard because there's. Too many of them, but if I had to pick one, you do. I would actually say Sergeant Slaughter. Nice, because he's also a wrestler. No, he is. Yeah, there's there is a lot. I just googled uh, GI Joe characters. There are so many more than I ever imagined. Oh no, dude, you have no idea. That's what I mean. Like, and I have a a lot. Who's the Minesweeper guy? I like the Minesweeper guy. Um, Roadblock. One that has Roadblock's, Roadblock's a good one. Gung Ho was a good one. I like yeah. Beachhead too. Beachhead. Destro. Destro's awesome. All right. Yeah. Wild Bill. Wild Bill. I could talk about G.I. Joe's all night, so we should move on. Captain America or Wolverine. This okay. Not even it's, close. It's Wolverine, like all day it long. Is. Wolverine's my favorite character. Happy Wolverine. Canada Day. Yep. I am uh, a st- I am a straight up hater of Captain America. Not that I don't like the premise. I just find him boring as crap. You didn't like Chris Evans' portrayal of Captain America? Nah, but he he did what he could with the character. The character's just boring. Self-righteous douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you like Captain Canuck? As long as it's played by What's-His-Face or Firefly. What is, oh, damn it, what's his name? Oh, Nathan Fillion? Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Yeah, he's. He, yeah. It doesn't matter who Nathan Fillion is. If whatever he plays, it's just awesome. It's just gold. 
it's just gold. That is that true. I wish you, yeah. If he plays 40k, let us know. We'll interview. Yeah, please. <laughs> is, at least is anybody? I'm sure he does. Captain? He at least he at least knows about it. He reads about it at the very least for sure. Is anybody going to defend Captain America? Or are we just? Um, like, I mean, away? Captain America. I to. So, I mean, no. If we're talking about objectively, who, which is the better character, or Captain America or Wolverine? It is Wolverine all day long. Oh yeah. Yeah. Objectively, but, the characters. There's no comparison at all because. Like like Adam said, Captain America I find is just a boring character because every single situation you know exactly what he's mm-hmm. going to do. And while Wolverine, you can kind of guess what he's going to do. It's a lot more exciting when he does it. You know what I mean? That's just well. Sometimes you know he just like like yo goes berserker and, that's and he it. surprises mm-hmm. you sometimes too. It's cool and that's more exciting to watch. Captain America goes and apologizes immediately afterwards. Like, <laughs> also, I do want to say like you. It, the one-liners from Wolverine in the animated the X-Men animated series are just the best. Like, call people gutter trash, and yeah, this is so good. It's Wolverine. We can, we can end it here, yeah. I know, it's just Wolverine. <laughs> Sorry. I could, I could talk, same with, G, you know, like you with G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe's probably, we'll go Wolverine for a long time. Yeah. What's more American, jean shorts or sleeveless shirts? Ooh. I have to go with sleeveless shirts because as uh even though the Canadian production is wearing a sleeveless shirt on camera for you right and, now and, that nobody and, else can see. And Adam almost always wears a sleeveless shirt. Yeah, like the, the only the, the only American on here has right. never actually worn a sleeveless shirt <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> I think I did one time in solidarity. Uh, <laughs> you did. Yeah. I remember. Cut off okay. Shirt. I own two of them. One one is a club shirt from a Canadian club. <laughs> what? Hey, this this is not helping you. <laughs> where do the where do the jeans shorts being American thing come from? That's from like yeah, just that, Daisy, that actually, Daisy, Daisy Dukes. Dukes? On, on, yeah, just from Daisy Dukes. Is there, Daisy is, there, Dukes? is there any other pop culture? I, I'm not Miley aware. Cyrus. I, I, don't I don't know of any other jean shorts other you know that has its own. Is it actually like, a style in, like, in specific states or something, or is it just? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm genuinely asking. I, I don't know. It might have been for a period of I can, time. I could see sleeveless shirts all over the place, but I mean, I see that more in Australia than I see it in the States. Yeah, yeah I was surprised. I thought I'd see a lot more in, in Florida. Like, you know, in the. Yeah, that'd be a place to see it, I would think. Yeah. Denim yeah. Or, or tank tops? Tank tops. Mm. Yeah. Denim? I, American? Uh, maybe in the winter? Come on, jeans uh, were invented like in the in the West. Oh like, yeah, I was in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, denim was like very, cowboys, was very American. Yeah, super American. Wayless jean shorts. Oh though. yeah, I, I guess they, well, I see a lot of jeans even like in like hot weather too. Okay, Canadians might have done mm. that. So I mean, bar process elimination that happens to be well, it must be. We'll, we'll wear shorts in winter because we don't. Yeah, might as well. When yeah. cold doesn't bother us. Yeah, we live in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Right, we can fuego that. Uh, recent best movie about freedom. Oof, Braveheart. It's Independence Day, did not to be the first one. Yeah, uh, there was a second one. No, 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 no there is not a second one. There is not yeah. a second one. Just don't, we will don't, not don't. go quietly into the night. We will not give up without a fight. I yeah, love that good. movie. Yeah, that's I, okay. I, I I watched that when I was like what 11, 12. So it was the coolest thing ever at the time. So I'm here. I'm here for it. Okay. Well, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. A cast with Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith in it. What the crap? What the hell is that? Jeff Goldblum drives me nuts, man. This <laughs> yeah. dude is a he is a treasure, nuts. an absolute treasure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I would like to see him and um, an unleashed Nick Cage, you know, star together in something. That would be just let Nick Cage just be as they'd run out of tape, man. They couldn't record. Oh yeah, no. The first scene, they was like, okay, well, that's the movie, guys. We'll just release. Yeah, it's it's done. Yeah, just knock the ends off that. You know, put 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 some opening credits and then the amazing. Put them in a room Uh, with coffee. What other shows about like what other shows? Captain America. (laughs) It is. It is. I guess it is. Canadian bacon. No, no, I'm talking about the original Captain America, not the newer one that came out, like the one that came out in like 1991 or something. That one was actually, it's not bad. Paul's looking it up Mm. for its time, for its time. He's not, he's not looking it up. No, I was looking Um, at the chat. Somebody save us is what I was looking at. Um, Patriot, the Patriot was actually a good one. I, 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 <laughs> I, I just, I just freaking love that you. Uh, it's got, it's the, it's this, it's Braveheart. It's just Braveheart, but he worse because he says it. <laughs> it's just Braveheart, but oh, no, I Patriot, love, uh, the Patriot is definitely. Like, we have to say Braveheart, Braveheart because we did all those like. Uh, I love that they went and to to get like the mythical the mythical uh, Scottish folk hero and the mythical uh, American folk hero, and they both got an Aussie for either of them. It's fantastic. Last question of the day, since we're talking about Captain America a lot, who is the current forty k Captain America? Kaga. Um, like for. Teams? Or are we talking about actual characters? That's the great thing about Fuego, Paul. Uh, it doesn't matter. It could be anything. That's yeah. right. It can't be anything. Who's a so goody two shoes? It's got to be, yeah, someone with, with mm-hmm. I won't say glorious purpose, but that's low key. Mm. That'd be the other, be other side of the uh, coin. Mm. I'm going to go. Yeah, uh, Eldred? Yes. Yeah. I can say it. Doesn't even hold a shield. It's true. He's got a mental shield. <laughs> Jeez. Um, he has a defensive I, weapon. He has a staff. I have two. I have two options. One okay. of them is funny. Kato Sicarius, because he's a captain. <clears throat> uh, he's, he's a captain. Okay. America, he wears captain, blue. So, and he okay. wears blue, and he's a do-good and piece of crap. Um, you know? Infallible wanker. I, hate, I can't stand infallible anythings. Um, and the other one's Drago. Because he's, he's got a shield, he's a do-gooder, never does anything yeah. wrong, absolutely I, su- super, superhuman. I like, don't know if I could kills, trust Drago. Kills want? Primarchs. Well, if you're if you're yeah. not a Xenos, you could. Maybe. That's right. Or a Psyker. I don't know if Henry, I could trust. <laughs> Henry Cavill. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, caveats there, but maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. You know, you know I got my theories about Drago. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I I think he's he's impure. He's a Horace clone. I have no theories about Drago. He's not. He's not. Even <laughs> oh, oh. My... Then let me let me introduce you to a couple. of... He's <laughs> <laughs> not even on my top twenty to watch list. <laughs> mm, he's uh he's so cracked up. He doesn't know what's going on. Well, warp dust. Look, that's the end of our show. This has been <laughs> this has been a fun one, and it's nice. So what we're about to we're launching we're out. A, a jumping off point to what will be the meta for the next six months. Uh, and I think we've just got a glimpse of it here. And there's some stat lists. I know we looked at, at some of the smaller events going around around the, around the world, but stout lists, stout players could see in the minds of them. We got to see some incredibly spicy list tech. So if you join us late live, uh, go back and check out the rest of the show. If um, you were joining us after the fact on the podcast aggregators, we really appreciate it and glad you found us.
Y'all got anything you want to add before we wrap this up? Happy Fourth of July, Canada Day, or whatever you're celebrating this long weekend. Thanks for joining us. A sincere Happy thank y'all. Yeah, to everyone. Happy Canada we, Day, my cold cousins. Yes, enjoy. We, we just hit uh, 100 messages in the live chat. I wasn't kidding about folks. Uh, you know, if you're if you're, if you don't join us live and you do get the opportunity to do so, uh, you might want to jump in the chat. So we have a fun time. If you are listening to us after the fact, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave us some five star reviews because that is a hassle free way that other people. I'm, actually, I was off camera. Five star reviews. Uh, means a whole lot. We'll see y'all next week. See ya. Play some Necrons. Up the Necrons.